Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. There's a dangerous attitude that Christians can sometimes take on. If we know we're forgiven and God isn't counting our sins against us anymore, then is there any point in living right? Our sins can be forgiven, so what's the point of being good? If we have amazing grace available, that will continually forgive our sins, won't it? If the fact that I'm an awful sinner shows off God's grace and power, then why try to live rightly at all? But the Apostle Paul has no patience for this argument, as Romans chapter 6 verses 1 through 7 continues. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. So that old argument, now that we have God's grace, what's the point of holiness, shall we go on sinning, Paul tackles this head on. And there's no room for a cavalier attitude towards sin for the Christ follower. Even as we acknowledge that we're sinners, there's no room for a perspective that says, hey, I'm just a a sinner and that's how I'll always be, thank you God for your grace. Even if there is some truth there, it's not the right attitude according to Paul. We're dead to sin, the word says. Not that we don't still struggle, but sin is no longer the Lord of our lives, Jesus is. There was a point where we couldn't help but sin. Sin was our master, but now Jesus is our master. So we have it within us to resist the sin that used to dominate us. This is not to say that the struggle for holiness is not still hard. Sin is still tempting, but sin is not our Lord, Jesus is. And Jesus calls us to follow him into a radical life where we leave our sinful ways behind. Baptism then becomes a sign of this change, replacing circumcision as a sign of the life of the believer. We're symbolically buried with Christ in our baptism. This is why at our church we immerse baptismal candidates under the water. We go fully in, just like he went into the tomb. And then we rise up out of the water like he rose up out of the grave. Baptism demonstrates physically what has happened to us spiritually. We have died to our old sinful ways. We have risen again into new life with Jesus. And if we have died to our old sinful self, we will receive the gift of his life in its place. Any dead person is free from sin. They don't struggle with sin anymore. And that is what we are now, even though we still live. We are dead to the old ways, born again by the Spirit of God, that same Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead and who gives eternal life to our mortal bodies. Today, take some time to ponder a big question. Wrestle with this today. If we are dead to sin, then why is the struggle against sin so real? Do some reading or some research on it if you like. Note anything that comes to mind as you reflect and pray into this, considering especially what does it mean for you in your own spiritual journey towards holiness in Jesus.